walking right at you. Uh, so uh, since Latoya isn't here, I think I'm going to take this opportunity. Uh, I started kind of doing an auditory you know, what we did when we were away. Uh, I haven't even, I'm such a bad host. I've forgotten everything. I'm Pam Benjamin. You guys are listening to the AltaCast. If you're listening, I've been gone for three weeks. It is intense to come back. It feels like the same, but different. I didn't even think of any of my jokes for weeks. And I got to tell you, I'm a little nervous to go up on stage. Uh, It's Wednesday. I work today, so I don't have to do that. Uh, but tomorrow, I'll probably hit some open mics, and it'll be terrifying. And Friday, I have my show, Pam Tassis Comedy Clubhouse. Also terrifying, because I haven't booked it yet, because I didn't care. Because I was out of the country. I just couldn't, I couldn't, I could only think ahead so far, and I thought ahead for a while I was gone, but then I didn't think ahead for when I was back. Not that comedians don't listen to this, so. <laughs> I really need to book these shows. If you're a regular person and you want to be on Some Call Me Tim, let me know about that too, because I did not book that for the month of October. I, I don't even know what's happening. I'm so confused. Uh, so I went to Italy and Greece with my amazing boyfriend, Jonathan Moore. And in the beginning, we podcast a little. We did not like Rome. And we had to fly in and out of there, so we had to be there for two days at the top and two days at the bottom. And the first two days we fought. Oh boy. Uh, Because we didn't like Rome. It was hard, it was a big city, and there aren't a lot of maps, and we got lost and we didn't like it. And so the first podcasts you guys are gonna hear are are actually our fight. We got really mad at each other in the first, I mean, here's the thing. We'd been on a plane for, I mean, it's like a 14 hour flight from San Francisco, uh, all told, on the plane itself. And then there's the being in the airport, and there's the way in between. We we chain, We had one stop, and it wasn't too bad um, on the way there or the way back. It wasn't really that bad. Um, but for the price of the tickets, it was definitely worth it. So anyways, we've been on the plane forever. All this time changes happened. We show up super early in the morning. We get to our Airbnb early, and... I nap for a couple hours and then he doesn't and we get up because we're going to go on this mammoth epic walk thinking that we can I mean looking for an open mic right because I'm still like obsessed about comedy searching looking for this place called the public house and I'm like I've got it on the map the maps are your map is useless in Italy it is there are no street signs and the side there are no signs Greece is different. Greece gives a shit. But in it, Rome was very, very angering and confusing. Also, people walk right at you. They're like, you think that you think that millennials on the street in San Francisco are an issue? It, you know, all off to see the wizard because they're all so important. No, no, no. It's everyone everywhere. But in Italy, they like mad dog you. They like walk right at you. It's like, seriously? Seriously, we're going to walk right at me? It was so weird. And I'm not going to say all of Italy. I'm just going to say Rome because Naples was completely different. But I felt like everyone in Rome was mad dogging us. And like, it was, it was crazy. It was, we, we, okay. So when you listen to these, just know that um, Jonathan and I love each other. (laughs) But there was some serious like fight. I, I, I was being terrible too. I mean, we both were. It was, it was a difficult time for both of us. So this first one, 
is oh, the, those ones are from July, so those ones don't count, and I should erase those anyways. Uh, but this this is the first one. This is September fifth. It's just a minute and twenty five seconds. It's just, I'm sorry, I'm a terrible host right now. I'm like, oh, I've got to turn this up and that up and everything's happening and things are crazy. And my phone is beeping at me and people are trying to, there's, everything is going crazy. I'm going to turn my phone down and be a really good, a good host. I'm training today too. I'm doing all this crazy stuff. I'm back and I'm, I'm hitting it hard with both hands, uh, the whole deal, but I, I can't remember jokes to say much. So we're, we're off looking at for this place called the public house. And I hear that it has an open mic. And so I'm, you know, chomping at the bit because it's been, you know, oh, like 36 hours and I haven't said anything to anyone in the world. Oh, my God. Life's falling apart. Uh, right. So here we go. This is the first one. September 5th. I want to make sure I get the right ones. Okay, yes, uh, number 34. I've got it up. I'm going to turn this down. Here we go. Play. So Rome is impossible, and they have no street names, and Google Maps sucks. So Jonathan and I are fighting, and thus far, this vacation sucks. <laughs> and welcome to Rome. It sucks. <laughs> Nobody, we, everything is shaped in a circle. The whole place is circular, and there are no street signs. Oh, and everything's in Italian. So that's, I mean, nice. At least the sparkle water was only 85 euro cents, so that was nice. But thus far, Rome is, it's nice, it's pretty, but it's a shithole because it's impossible. We have no idea where we are. And, and the Google Maps gives us no information whatsoever. So we've been walking around for two hours trying to find a place that I don't even know on the map anymore. Oh, also, there's no, there's Wi-Fi at our place, but it doesn't roam anywhere else. We don't know. We're in Rome, and there's no roaming. Isn't that funny? So uh, we're walking on these beautiful cobblestone streets. We haven't held hands or been romantic whatsoever because this place fucking sucks. Well, you're yelling at me, too. See, he's well because you haven't been fun to hang out with him. You keep yelling at me. So, Rome, Rome is not fun thus far. Wow. Okay, that was our first. That was our first fight in Rome. Isn't that fun? It gets wow. It gets way worse. Uh, also, because I can't figure out the, the way things work here at Mutiny Radio, I've forgotten everything. I've forgotten everything. I don't even, do, do I even know my name anymore? Who am I? I haven't done comedy. Am I a, am I a real person? Uh, uh, here, we'll try, we'll try this one instead and see if it works. Uh, the song playing right now is Yogurt by, uh, what's her name? Our good friend. Uh, she's the uh, Bjork of I've I can't even remember all my people Kope from Japan. Uh, okay, let's try this export and see if this works better. So, yeah, we had a fight. It wasn't fun. Uh, here's continuing fighting. This is a couple minutes later. Here we go. 
playing? Hear from the tone of his voice that he's very upset. Yeah, I am very upset. And nothing's going to, to help him. We don't even trip. know if we're going in the right direction. But we're just going to follow Jonathan from now on. has changed multiple times because Anyways, this isn't any fun, and I want to go home. <laughs> I don't think I'm ever going to travel with Jonathan again. He's not easy to travel with. Uh, <laughs> so there's that. Uh, yeah, this has gotten off to a pretty shitty start. I think a lot of it has to do with Jonathan's out of cigarettes. I quit smoking, and we didn't bring any weed with us. So I've got some weed treats. Those haven't helped. And I'm telling you, all the streets are circular. I am so turned around and I have no idea where we are. He seems to think we're walking in the right direction now. I don't know. We saw the Trevi Fountain. It's famous. It's supposed to be all romantic. This is not a romantic vacation thus far at all. So, hey, podcast listeners. Fuck Rome, just go somewhere else, go somewhere else first. It is really confusing and none of the maps make any sense and they're all different. And you think you're following a map, then you aren't. So, I don't, I don't know how to fix it. Um, but we've seen there's some cool architecture and shit. I mean, that's cool. It's just, we're not really having any fun yet. All right. Hey, there's that. Wasn't that fun? Oh my gosh. Visiting us with us in Rome. So this is the first, like, we get off the plane, we get there, and we're dealing with this. We're like, I wake up and I'm like, let's go on this walk. And we see these cats and we watch the sunset and it's so nice. And then we just, and then his feet started hurting because he... He was wearing flip-flops, and we walked for like five hours. It was just like the worst. Oh, but it keeps going. This is this is a half hour later. All right, Jonathan. I mean, it isn't we get we got in big fights and stuff, and I was trying to be civil, but we really we were like yelling. There was one moment where he yelled at me or something, and I was like, I'm so embarrassed because you're yelling at me in the streets of Rome, and a lady yells out the window, you should be embarrassed. Well, the good news is it certainly can't get any worse. Uh, so now the line that we were going to take home, we finally got back to the central station place, and um, we finally got back, and then the train that we were going to take home doesn't exist this late, so... Uh, we wandered around from about 7.30. We'll probably get home about midnight. So that's four and a half hours of walking. And we didn't do anything. Not a goddamn thing. We didn't eat. We didn't. But so we didn't do anything. I was looking for this open mic, which I never found. And by the time I would have gotten there, it would have been done. So that's good. Uh, but we've had some big fights. Jonathan's been thing. So the, um, the trip, it can't get any worse. I mean, I guess that's the, I guess that's the silver lining here is that the first night has sucked so badly that, I mean, I can't, I can't imagine it could get worse from here. I can't imagine that it could, I mean, I guess it could. I guess, I guess all of Italy could be totally impossible to navigate. I don't know. 
Um, so we're going to, I mean, I don't know what's going to happen. Uh, but yeah, so we'll see. I don't think I'm ever going to travel with Jonathan again. I know that. <laughs> This is gonna be a really. This is a really. Diff, this has been a really difficult trip this far. So just. There's a. We never found. This is so fun. This is actually the most fun. If you actually could have listened to what Pam was saying before with her tone, it would have been so interesting, folks that are listening. But instead, now you have to listen to me be pissed because of where we're at after three year, three hours of walking and blisters and all of my feet. But it's all good. It's Pam actually is, Pam is gonna laugh be about four it. hours right of walking. Um, I think a yep. lot of it has to do with the quitting of the cigarettes. Oh yeah, um, it's all because of me. And stuff it's so like crazy that. How, um, the cigarettes are but, a problem right now. We'll, we'll see. Yeah. He's really fun to hang out with when he has this tone, isn't he? <laughs> oh, I'm so mean. Uh, all right. That is the third fight. Let's see. if we Do we have one more after that? Uh, let's see. That was 30. Nope. It was the next day. And, uh, okay. So what ended up happening was, again, that first night, we were so tired and then uh, we didn't bring any pot we had no pot to smoke and we're going from like every day all the time smokers to like no weed for three weeks so that was really difficult uh until we got to naples but that's a different story so uh, we were fighting and fighting and fighting and i mean it was just and and i escalate him too because i was like well i'm just gonna podcast on the streets and he was so mad because i totally turned us around i took us the wrong direction and uh, it was it was my fault. It was terrible. So, if he ever listens to this, he'll be like, "It was my fault." I mean, it was both of our faults. A lot of it was the fault of not having marijuana. Or and again, I quit. I I mean, I quit smoking a couple weeks ago. Now it's been like a month and a half since I've been smoking. So that I can't blame that anymore. That's that doesn't affect. That's not part of my mood stuff. Uh, but that first day was so rough, and Rome did not help it. When we came back, we have a bad taste in our mouth because of Rome. But on the when we got, we were there the last two days. Oh boy, and we didn't like it uh, again. Uh, I, w- I got a cold on Ryanair, so fuck Ryanair. And I was sick in Italy for those last two days. I basically, the, the last day we stayed in Italy, I stayed in bed almost the whole day watching Downton Abbey, which I love. Now I love uh, making me think about, I don't know, the servants class and the aristocracy and how it used to be obvious and now they hide it. Oh, whoa, how the real Alta cast comes out for a second. What? That was another really fun thing. Um, that first we were in Rome when we woke up the next day we were fighting a little bit and hanging out so I was watching the news so they had all Italian you know TV right and I don't speak any Italian and it, and they don't have any English subtitles it's just like okay. we shouldn't have been watching TV anyway but so I watched also we were dealing with jet lag and things were weird we were kind of acclimating to the eight hour difference that Italy is from San Francisco so I watched a lot of French TV because I can understand I can I was French subtitles and I can read it really well much better than I understand it so I was watching French um, news with French subtitles and it, it was uh, it was really it was really easy 
And I learned about that whole crazy Trump thing, that whole like, he's on it, he's crazy. Ah, blah, blah. And it was so funny because it was the French people, they were showing it over and over. And when he was, it was when the guy wrote the article in the new, in the, this is so many weeks ago, three weeks ago, but the, the New Yorker article, not you, New York Times article about, uh, I work, I'm anonymous, but I work for the Trump administration and we're trying to thwart him because he's an insane person letter. And uh, he's like, this is treason, treason. And the look in his eye as his eyes were darting back and forth, it was some scary shit. I was super afraid for the world, like, and us and what's going on. And I mean, he really is. And before, when we were in the airport and stuff, the Omarosa book unhinged we saw a lot of that in all the airports and you know i kind of want to read it even though i don't want to give her any money i'm like ugh, i don't want to give amorosa any money but uh so i read you know the jacket and a a few seconds a few sections and wow um you know first person account and you know he is we it's like we didn't know he's this narcissistic personality disorder and i've kind of already gone through that on the altcast but Oof, uh, a lot of a lot of crazy stuff going on. I'm so glad that I made recordings because the toy is not here. What would I do? I just, I uh, seriously, it is hard. I don't know what's going to happen when I go back to comedy. I used to be able to easily talk into a microphone for two hours by myself, and now that's not working. All right, this is from September sixth uh, at about eight at night. So we were done fighting. I'm whispering, I guess. So it's going to be a quiet one. Let's see what this is about.
means you probably can't either. You can really hear the lightning in the background, though. The, the thunder was intense. I also got a, um... I took a video of this thunder stuff, and it's really, like, unbelievable. It's, like... was my fart thus far, which is funny. I guess I'm talking about how rude people in Rome are. That was your cough. Uh, I'm playing the the uh, our fight in. But this is when we were whispering later during the fight. During the, the it's fine, honey. It wasn't bad. Our fights weren't that bad. People would be like, that was all they were fighting. And I tried to explain that it's because we weren't smoking cigarettes. We hadn't smoked weed, and everyone in Rome was an asshole. You can hear it being loud, um, just the thunder in the background. But I'm whispering, and you can't hear the whispers at all. So it's no big deal. Is your car parked illegally? You got all your stuff? Okay. What are you going to... Oh. Oh, move it. Someone's yelling out there, honey. Go, go. Okay. Well. Okay, that, so that's the end of that one. Uh, all right, so that was the end of Rome. That's the last one we did. We, I had said something about, oh, um, we're going to... Athens and that was a lot better and we liked that city a lot better um, I had a kind of a nervous breakdown in Athens too uh, but the sec no because we went back to Athens um, later in Athens I had a little breakdown so we went from Naples to Rome I mean we went from Rome to Naples and then Naples to Brindisi and then Brindisi to Corfu and then Corfu to Athens. So when we finally got to Athens, I had a kind of a breakdown because I was just about to have my period. I was super PMSing. We had been traveling and I checked the internet and I had so much to do and it really overwhelmed me. And I got into a whole like, poor me, my life is nothing, what am I? And I hadn't been on stage in two weeks and I was kind of losing my mind about that. And and I was just sort of having a like a conflict of oh my whole life what's going on kind of moment which you know I'm bound to do once a month um and not gonna, I'm gonna but I'm gonna blame it on my period I mean I got my period the next day so it or two days later so it was complete and I knew it was coming and I was just being really emotional and it was like oh all the people I knew when I was little that are famous now and oh my life blah 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 but Mykonos gave me a lot of perspective so that was good I would love to go into I wish Jonathan would come in and and talk to me because it's it's hard to do this alone even when I'm uh, <laughs> going through uh, uh, when I get to, when we get to Naples though one of the exciting things we met two amazing young men uh, 
uh, Roberto and Mar- Marcello, and they well, first you can buy weed in Naples and in Brindisi for whatever reason, but it's all CBD and it's for um, like tour, like it's for what's it called a souvenir only, which is weird, and you're not supposed to smoke it. But there's but people were smoking on the street and they had good weed. And it's, we met these people and they uh, and Angelo too, and they they smoked. They let us smoke pot. It was amazing we love naples so coming from rome we're like oh is all of italy gonna be like this and we get to naples and we're like oh my god it's so great we love it here it was a hundred and million times better uh so this is our first call couple minutes of podcasting from naples I'm, I, it's exciting we're going i feel like naples is gonna be a place that we like much better. I mean, Rome's fine and everything. There's a lot of old rocks to look at and take pictures of if you like old rocks. I mean, they're pretty old rocks. They're pretty, not, only are they, not, not just pretty, like, pretty old, but like, they're lovely. They're lovely, pretty rocks that we took lots of pictures of. So, yippee-ki-yay, mustard farmers. All right, on our way to Naples. Super excited about it. Um, we're... Um, we're going to leave in like three minutes with the train station. And uh, th- this is an interesting thing about uh, Rome or the town. I don't know if it's everybody catch Nobody moves out of your way. Like, you walk down the street, you are nothing. You have to, I mean, I can't even, I, I almost ran into, I was dodging people constantly. I thought entitlement only existed in the United States, but nay, nay, it's everywhere. It's all over Italy. Although, there are people from everywhere. I've been hearing a lot of people speaking French. So, God bless them. All right, um, we'll continue this soon. Uh, maybe Jonathan and I will talk a little bit together about our experiences with the old rocks. I mean, it was neat. I was really excited that Billy stayed and we were super close to them. I mean, we're, we were like, we could look out our window and there was the, there was a park that had the uh, aqueducts. The really old rocks that carried water back in the day. Uh, and the other cool thing about Rome is that they have these, like, they're not water fountains because they, like, pee into the ground constantly. But you can film up, wash your hands, and they're all over the city. I'm like, where is this water coming from? Uh, and we decided that the coolest thing, well, the coolest thing I saw, I don't know what Jonathan, what his coolest thing about Rome was, but it was the Temple of Cats with all the, they were just, feral cats living in this old rock temple thing. Could have been a jail, could have been a bathhouse. Not sure, it didn't have any signs. No signs in Rome, no signs. No street signs, no signs telling you what things are. <laughs> you just kind of guess. Oh, that's that could be, the, that's the dread fountain, I guess. It's a fountain. There's another fountain. So, what did do? We're excited to be leaving there. Okay, bye. All right, so that was when we were uh, waiting to get on the train to Naples, which was significantly way crazy awesome better. No doubt. Jonathan, do you want to say anything before you leave? He doesn't like to talk. He doesn't. You could only hear him cough in the background of all of our things. Whenever you hear a cough, you know that, that that's Jonathan because we know it's okay, sweetheart. Uh, but when we were in Naples, we did experience 
an amazing thing. I'm going to skip through a little bit to get to the super happy part, and because also because it's longer, and I can talk to Jonathan. So we met these two guys, Roberto and Marcello, and they're awesome, and they're like children. They're like not even 21 yet, but you can drink in Italy, in Naples at least, on the street. We didn't know this in Rome, that you can just buy a beer and drink it on the street. Like, we didn't know. Once we got to Naples and then Brindisi and then Greece, we were like, oh, you can just drink on the street here. We were like, why are we spending $5 a beer in bars when we can just drink on the street? Which And then we're like the people that live there. Anyways, we meet Marcello and Roberto, two great guys. Uh, Marcello wants to uh, study green technology, I believe, uh, at Davis. He is just graduating from university in Naples. And they have, I mean, it's, they're really great young men. We get, we get to be friends with them on Facebook. And they took us to this amazing place where it's like a tower where there was like a guy who he somehow sacrificed himself for something or burned himself a lot. Something was good. That was the thing about Naples that they said is that people are, the people in Naples are very, um, patriotic about their city because they even they drove out the nazis uh we learned this when we were in the subterranean caves that were built by the greek people uh and there was they were originally greek aqueducts a river that flowed through the city underneath but during world war ii they used them as bomb shelters for all the old ladies young children and mothers and stuff like that but the people of naples drove out the nazis in four days and it was mostly these kids these boys that were like eight to 14 years old that changed the resistance and they fought them out of the city and they're very very proud of it and they were like this is something that like they teach in Italian history and especially history here like our history I'm like oh we didn't do anything cool like that um anyways they took us to this square and there were people singing and dancing and all these students and clapping and they're all singing in Italian and everybody's singing and it was so awesome so I asked them uh, with permission, may I please record this event? And they said yes. And I said I will play it on Mutiny Radio. So uh, here it is. These. This is just from the streets, and it's kids having a great time.
que brucha tu calabrose.
So that, uh, that was our time. We skipped around and I played for you uh, what happened in Naples, which was very exciting. I felt like meeting those guys, thanks to Marcello and Roberto. Roberto speaks amazing English. All right, here is um, another quick one. California, uh, it's like one big country of Napa. Like, there's, there's wine vines everywhere, and it's really lovely, and it's, it's like the entire country is Napa. It's really nice. I'm really glad we're out of the city. There's olive trees, and, uh, and olive oil is so cheap here. Like, a liter of it is like two euros, 235 euros, which is insane. Because I thought Trader Joe's was cheap, right? Nay. Wine and olive oil here are just stupidly inexpensive. So, not that I, we'll see what happens in Naples. I would never move to Rome. I'll say that. Just, what a clusterfuck of a city. Uh, but even, they even have um, Nopales with the um, prickly pears on it. Cactus? Yeah, the, cactus. the cacti. Nopales, the, with the prickly pears. It's crazy. Uh, it, it, like we didn't believe. So, just that's why. Yeah, so uh, 
Italy is like if California was a country. And Rome is like LA, and Naples is like San Francisco, and Brindisi is like San Diego. So we were making all of our comparisons. The weather was really similar, the topography, what they were growing, everything. Uh, so that was still on the train before we got to Naples. As you can hear, we were getting along. Isn't that nice? Uh, this is later in the day in... The other reason I'm doing this, by the way, is I have to get these off of my pad because there's no space left. So I was like, if I play them on the AltaCast, I can delete them. But we did try to pay attention to you Mutiny Radio listeners while we were away. Uh-oh. It's another whispering one. Can't imagine what this is. must have not had the uh, microphone plugged in, and I thought I did. So, that's a bummer. Uh, you suck, Pam! What were you doing? Uh, I must I must have uh, really screwed the pooch on that one. Oh, well. Erase 41. That one is... 40 is gone. Uh, all right. Moving right along through our Italian trip. This is later, this is the 12th. Oh my goodness, so this must be, I, gosh, where were we on the 12th? I can't even remember. Uh, we might have still been in uh, Brindisi. There are maps everywhere. Like we we got off the um, ferry this morning at 5.30. There are maps everywhere. Like we, we got off the um, ferry this morning at 5.30 a.m and we it was dark so it was hard to see but then we watched the sunrise and found all of these amazing maps and we are walking around Corfu uh, our plane leaves at 7:45 for Athens but we have the whole day here in Corfu because we spent the night on the boats with our flippy floppies and it was difficult i mean i slept okay we slept on a sofa and it was, I mean, it was more than I thought. It was, it was, it was more comfortable than I thought. I thought we were going to have to be in chairs like the plane, but no, no, no. no, no. There were um, lovely couches that we tried to sleep on. And whoever told us that cigarettes are expensive here was lying. I mean, I quit, so I don't smoke, but they're, I mean, under $5 a pack, which is great. Cars backing up into us, beep, beep, beep. Uh, we're in front of the city town hall and some kind of church and... Uh, we fed the birds this morning, that was nice. Oh, we fed ourselves, we got a, a feta pastry, uh, feta cheese and phyllo pastry, and it was $1.90, what? So, so amazing, so tasty. We took our prosciutto from uh, Brindisi at the, the Gonad, the Conad, there's a, there's a store called the Conad, and uh, it's, it's pretty great. All right. Decided to do a three-point turn right in front of us. That was fun. Uh, we're in the middle of this big square, and uh, yeah. Catholic Church. Catholic Church, City Hall. Uh, they're having a second Corfu International Festival and choir competition. Choir competition. Not. I don't hope it's not today. Not that I. I was on the 12th. It was yesterday. Good. Uh, anyway, so we don't want to hear children singing. 
But the, the bells here are lovely. Anyway, so we were in... 12th through the 16th. Oh, so it is today. We didn't, um, we didn't do any podcasting in Brindisi because we were having too much fun. It's really great. We went to the beach yesterday. You can see the pictures of the historical sites that we found got a little on the burned, beach. Yeah, we got a little burned. We're, it was worth we're it. pretty red. But it, the, the way this city is set up, it looks like we're going to be able to be in the shade all day. So that's great. Yeah. And again, this feta cheese. So we, we took the prosciutto from the Conad, which is the store in Brindisi. And I mean, the prices here are insane. Um, insanely, insanely cheap. Like, I don't even think that we're going to need to get more money, like cash, out of an ATM. The way we prepared, I thought that we'd need more cash, but nay. $1,000 into 700. It was, yeah, it was, $1,000 went into, turned into 800 euros. And oh. we're, we still have like 550 euros left, and we've already been out for a full week. So we're fine. Like, we've got lots and lots of cash. The birds are our friends, I guess. They, they talk to their other bird friends. I fed them some cookies this morning. We've got a bag of cookies at the Conad, and they're really good cookies. But they're like a dollar ten euros. Like what? So, it, it, food here is ridiculously inexpensive and incredibly delicious. Um, and it's really beautiful here. We watch the sunrise. We'll probably go to the beach again today, but we should stay out of the sun because we got we don't want to get too burned before Mykonos. Also. Athens, I don't think it's I don't think it's shady like this. I, we don't we don't know what Athens is like. Uh, there's a ginger pigeon there. That's nice. A wine here is insanely cheap. We got a bottle just now, screw top bottle. Thank goodness, because how else are we gonna drink it? And they have Pellegrino, was, which we, actually has Pellegrino. sparkle. A euro, a euro for Pellegrino, and that which would be two bucks U.S. I mean everything here is less expensive food and drink wise. It's, I, the place is crazy. So, hey, Mutiny Radio listeners, come to Corfu. Like, so we, we took the ferry from Green DC to Corfu. It was an eight hour ferry and we just took it overnight. So we slept there, so we saved, I guess, on the Airbnb. Yeah. And, and here we are. So we're gonna walk around all day here and get the plane tonight. We, we arrive in Athens about um, 8.30 at night, and then we'll find our Airbnb. But it, the, the good thing about our Airbnb this time is that we're three days, three nights here in Athens at the one place, then we go to Mykonos for five days, and then we come back to that same place. So, so at least we'll, things, know. we'll know the neighborhood, and we'll know yeah. what we like, and we'll know. And people in Greece seem to speak more English. I mean, their signs are in English. And I'm telling you, these maps, what? Are, are great. Italy was really, really, people really confusing. To get in our way. Yeah, people, and in Italy, everybody walks right at you, like they're mad at you or something. Like, it's weird. And here, people are much nicer, and I guess it's more laid back. I, I don't know. But thus far, Greece is very, very nice. Even the pigeons are nice. Hey, ginger pigeon. Uh, but yeah, so that's, here, that's the update from Corfu. And uh, we like it thus far very, very much. So we're gonna get back at it. I'm gonna open this wine, try to find a potty. Oh, if I fart though, it will leave more room for the pee. So. <laughs> I farted during this podcast. He farted, Jonathan farted during this podcast. Okay, uh, we'll talk to you guys later, bye. All right, more, more from my vacation. It's fun for me to listen back to it. This is uh, 
you know, it was really great. So then the next one is, gosh, from the 12th, and were we, where were we on the 12th? We were in Athens. Nope, that was the one I just played, was where we were in Corfu. Now this next one, this is from Mykonos, and um, uh, we're getting... We're, we're getting to the great uh, Kathy and Mark of Mykonos. Sing, there's these singers at this piano bar, and she was a dynamite. And he could play anything, and they were doing requests, and they were in this super gay bar, and we had the best time uh, with our friend's father, Augusto, and uh, his friend, Jorge. We had the best time. And they showed us such a great time. And then Kathy and Mark were so amazing and what entertainers. But um, before we got to that one, I'm, I'm not sure what this one is first, but it's a nice long 24-minute one, which means I can take a break and uh, and do some, some other stuff here at Mutiny Radio because it's so hard to come back. Uh, we'll see what this one is. Uh, but it would be from Mykonos. If you hear any oppressive anything in the background, that is the waves. That is the waves of the ocean happening and the wind. And the wind. Uh, we are in Mykonos, Greece. It's been a while since we've made a little podcast, but uh, we're here with a big orange cat on the bed on our Mykonos place. They call him Garfield because they have no imagination whatsoever. <laughs> and he's an orange tabby cat. Uh, he has a he has some worms shooting out of his butt. I only know that because I understand veterinary medicine, and I also remember Steve Pogey's hilarious joke about how he brought home two cats and was loving them, and then one of them shot a worm out of its butt onto his chest, and he freaked out. And uh, shout out to Steve Pogey. But uh, we know I saw there's worms coming out of his butt, and just to teach people a little bit about what that is. Uh, worms live on fleas so when the cats eat the fleas there are parasites that live in the fleas that then are so happy like they're like they tag on to the fleas and then they get inside of a cat and they're like this is our life we are so excited and they live there and then they shoot out of their butt as worms I don't know where they go from there if they get eaten by birds or what the circle of life is but they're gross and uh it's unfortunate that they exist. Uh, but anyways, we are here in lovely Mykonos, and uh, we've learned some valuable lessons today. Uh, because the, the cruise ship stopped off, and we were in the town of Mykonos getting beers, learning about our trip to Delos. For people who don't know, the entire reason we're going on this trip is because of Westworld, you know, Westworld, and Delos. Westworld has um, a thing in it, you know, where Delos is the company that runs Westworld and keeps everybody's information and sort of started the whole thing. And so I went on the internet searching for cookies about Delos, and what did I find? Oh, it's a magical island for 4,000 years that the Greeks have revered, the Greeks have revered as um, holy, Supposedly, Apollo and Artemis were born there. There's some really huge cats on the island. 
it's a really interesting island because Cleopatra lived there and she had a house with a dude. Um, and it's, it's an exciting place because even, you know, 2,000 years ago, plus even in the time BC, so more than 2,000 years ago, people lived there in harmony from Ethiopia, from all kinds of different nations, from, from the Athenian islands, from, from Greece, from Italy, from, from all over. And everybody, all the kids went to school together, and everyone lived in peace and harmony on this island, Delos. And it was a, uh, they had a school where all the kids went to school together. And so, you know, when people say, oh, you know, people can't live together, that's bullshit because 2,000 plus years ago on Delos, uh, everyone was living together in harmony and it wasn't a problem. Unlike now, where uh, we seem to, I don't know, for some reason, not tolerate each other. Now today, I was having a difficult time tolerating uh, little cunty French girls. Uh, they were, I'm sorry, if you don't like that word, I'm a girl and I get to use it. And anyone under 25 that's walking around here is such a millennial and I'm sure they didn't pay for their own trip here. And they're like, oh my God, I totally worked and saved up money to go to Mykonos. And then I want to ask them, who is paying your rent? Uh, anyway, there's a lot of kids walking around here that when I say kids, I mean people uh, under 25 and, uh, and, and they, have, they are all off to see the wizard. If you look at our pictures, the, the streets in Delos are very, very tiny and thin and everyone just, they're all just walking in a group together. They just have no spatial relationships, what idea of spatial, uh, themselves in space whatsoever. We're in a store and they just get in line. They just, maybe, maybe they just don't believe in lines. I, I don't know. Uh, but boy, those tourist girls from, and it, you know they were speaking French. Maybe it's not all, maybe I'm being racist against the French. I'm not, I'm being ageist. What I'm saying is people under 25 uh, not cool. And it, this makes me feel so old to be like, <laughs> kids today, you know, they just have no respect. But it's not that they don't have respect for, for old people. They have no respect for anybody. And they just, they just have no idea of themselves in space. I just, I can't even. And then they, they stop to take a picture. You're walking down a street that's like maybe five meters wide, okay? And if you stop, there's people behind you. Like, hello? They just didn't even. It was, it was sad. Jonathan didn't have to deal with them in the store today as much as I did. Although we did, we dealt with, he's nodding right now. We did, we dealt with them in the store today. Uh, the wormy cat is sleeping on the bed. The, but the, uh, the cruise ship, I think we can see that it's gone. We, uh, our place has, oh, no, cruise ship's still there. Uh, our, our place, we're really lucky in our room. We have amazing rooms out both windows. Um, it's, it's really gorgeous here. It really is quite beautiful. It's been really windy, but no big deal. Uh, we went over to, a, was it called Ornos, honey? He's not answering. We went to a town called Ornos. It's a little less windy and really, I mean, it's all beautiful here. The, the water's super clear. Even with the wind, it's, it's really nice. It's really warm. We're gonna be incredibly tanned. Beer is stupid cheap. Um, so it sort of makes up for everything else. It's gonna be hard to go back because even with my discount at uh, the bar that I work at, Benders, you guys might all know, uh, shout out to Benders, go there. Uh, even with my discount, it's, it's 250 And I'm like, 
What? I mean, beers here are like a buck. Not in a bar. In a bar, they're expensive. They're the same price as they are in the States. But there's open container law. You can buy a beer at the store and just walk around. So we've been doing that. Uh, we can even sit across from a bar with our beers, and that's fine. I haven't seen any police in Mykonos. We haven't seen any police in Mykonos. That's nice. Hey, shout out to Roman Reimer of Weekly Review. No police presence in Mykonos. You'd love it here. Even in, even in Athens, we didn't really see very many police. There was something called the tourist police, and they're just there to sort of give you directions. They're not they're not there to police you in any way. Again, no open container lot, or you can just walk around with beers. You could walk around with a bottle of wine. You can walk around with a bottle of ouzo. Although I don't recommend that because that stuff is strong. And you can power your car with that. You can power your car with it. It's true, especially since the cars are so tiny here. We have seen a lot of motorcycles, which you think are very, very cool. And you can just take the ferries, put your motorcycle on the ferry, drive around the island. You can rent motorbikes here, too. We haven't done that because I, I'm not cool with driving fast anywhere. I just can't. I don't want to, I don't want to get hurt. I don't want to fall off the back of anything. And that, that would probably, knowing my luck, it would, that was what would happen. You don't even have to wear helmets. They just, they don't even, no one even cares. I just, I can't believe this people with no helmets thing. Uh, but we've been walking everywhere, and it's really great. My toes hurt a little bit from my new flip-flops. I lost the shoes that I had been wearing. I had them in the side of my backpack in Brindisi when we were back in Italy. We were in a tiny store, and I think they fell out. Um, Amy Bebo had given me those shoes. so. But I'd been wearing them every day for like a year, so it was time to retire them anyways. But now I'm wearing uh, a pair of flip-flops that we bought in Brindisi thanks to a nice lady on the street. We met an incredible person in Athens. His name is Nicolas. Hopefully soon we'll be seeing his photography at Mutiny Radio. He's gonna send me a bunch of his work. He had us over to his house for dinner. That was so nice. And when we go back to Athens after our Mykonos tour, um, we're either gonna have him over to our Airbnb and I will cook for him at Evan's house. Evan's amazing. He has an incredible house where he, um, had radios and creepy puppets and an amazing human being. Uh, he's a psychotherapist and I'm a psycho, so that worked out. It is so inexplicable. Like, it really, um, Greece about 14 years ago had an economic downfall of some kind. I don't really understand it, but something happened that was terrible. And basically people live on like 500 euros a month for food and apartment living. Like, what? Like, there's a bathroom downstairs. There's a bathroom downstairs. This is very exciting news. We, there's a bathroom downstairs that we were not aware of and that we can use. We're gonna, Jonathan's gonna figure it out. So we uh, speedlunked all of our Delos stuff today, which was really great. We're gonna go to Delos tomorrow. It's gonna be great. It's a 20 euros round trip on a ferry to Delos, which is that ancient island I was talking about. The cool thing about Delos is that you can't spend the night there. It's only for day trips. And we're not gonna do like a guided tour. We're just gonna guide ourselves. That's what we were told to do by Nicolas. The poet, the amazing guy, he gave me his poetry book. It's all in Greek. So it's Greek to me. I'm gonna take it to the Poetry Center and see if anybody who likes T.S. Eliot can figure it out. Anybody who's ever read The Wasteland by T.S. Eliot would know that there's Greek epigrams at the beginning of most of the movements of that poem. 
Why? Because he's a dick. Uh, no, just <laughs> and there's no footnotes either, so you never know. But uh, Greek is really a di difficult language because they don't even have the same letters we do, and they also don't correspond their letters and their. It just doesn't look like our language at all. Not that our language is better or anything. Uh, it's, I mean, everybody knows it. Now that's the other great thing about Greece. Everybody speaks English. I'm not kidding. Everybody. All the signs are in Greek and English. When we were on Corfu, there were so many maps, totally unlike Italy, where there are no maps. <laughs> you have no idea where you are. Trying to use Google Maps is very difficult. But um, it, here in Greece, everything is in English. I don't, I don't, I don't know why. They're just catering to us, I guess, which is great. Um, this cat clearly understands English, which is nice. Uh, but this is a this is a really beautiful Airbnb. I'm I'm surprised at how we we're like we're budgeting our money so well. I thought that we were going to have to get more cash. That was my initial idea is that we would have run out of cash by now. But we're totally fine. Like we have tons of money left. So uh, once if you want any tips for when you travel to a euro country, a country that uses the euro, one of the 13, 14, I'm not sure, count the stars on their little flag. When they use the euro, go to your bank ahead of time. There's no, um, you, you pay to have, you don't have to pay all the extra money to have it transferred. And you get the exchange rate on the date or whatever. And then do it in the United States before you get here. And then just pretend it's dollars. Like, just pay for things like it's dollars. Because you, don't use your card all the time. People that use their credit card or their ATM card, although everyone takes it, there's a charge on either end both times. So every time you use your card, you're gonna spend an extra $6. So don't do that. <laughs> Just turn it into euros in the United States, come here, and then pretend that they're dollars, and then you don't worry about the exchange rate. Right now, it's about $1.20 to uh, a euro, so, you know, it's, you, you lose a little bit, but if you just change it ahead of time and then you pretend that the money is the same, that there it is. And seriously, this, this bottle of wine. So Athens is less expensive than Mykonos because Mykonos is an island, obviously. But I mean, the bottle of wine that I'm staring at was four and a half euros. The, we're, we're drinking Hellas, which is <laughs> hella good, but it's called Fix. And it's a beer, and I think that Hellas will totally fix my life. But I also think I got it in the beginning, because I was like, Hella, yeah, Hella fix my life. Hellas is another term for Greece. Yeah. For Greek. So, it, but it, it's not just a term in the Bay Area. So it's, oh. you know, stop being so Bay Area-centric. We did today see, though, um, a curry jersey, so go Warriors. Um, oh, it's so pretty outside, the blue, the blue, blue. And a uh, ferry's coming in right now from somewhere. Uh, the ferries are constantly going in and out, taking people to this island. We've only been sort of in this little corner. There's the old port, which is where, or the new port, which is where the ferries and the cruise ships come in. And then you can either take a bus, which is 250, um, to, or you can take a water taxi, which is only two euros, which is cool, from the new port to the old port. So the kind of big town in Mykonos, Fabrica, which is interesting because it's Fabrica, Fabricate. We went to a, what was it called? A, a, a little 
feminist museum mm -hmm. yesterday, and it's in an old home. It was an upper middle class home, and it's kept similarly to the way that it was then. There's, and people were tiny. The beds were tiny, and they, they had, they, we got to see little chamber pots and a bidet. They had a bidet back then. You washed a little tushy. Um, and they'd throw their poop. We asked the lady, I was like, where's the bathroom? And they, they just went in chamber pots, and then they threw it behind to the pigs so the pigs could root in their own poo and ours. Nice. Uh, and the guy who lived in the house was a person who went back and forth from Egypt, and he brought stuff in. And women here would like, they were making little bits of lace. That was really neat. So there was a lot of fabrication here. And, uh, the, and they brought it to, to other places. So Nikolas told us that there are 3,000 Greek islands. Uh, not all, none of, they're not all inhabited. That's just all the islands. But of the inhabited ones, Mykonos is pretty big. People keep saying that there's like party, party, party here. But we haven't really figured that out yet. Not that we need to like party, party, party. But uh, today we went to Ornos, saw, hung out on the beach, kind of went around the corner, uh, saw s some boats and stuff, and uh, it's beautiful here. I don't yeah. know, what else, Jonathan? They've got a, what else about Greece? We like Greece, um, no offense Italy, but we like Greece better than Italy. Yeah. But that's not fair, because we really liked Naples a lot. Yeah. People were great. Uh, shout out to Marcello and Roberto. Uh, when we went to Corfu, we met two amazing people from England, Ellie and Will, super cool people. Uh, she's an artist as well, storyteller that tells stories to children. Also into burlesque, I told her, oh my god, come to San Francisco and uh, figure out your burlesque stuff. She's, she's just, just two lovely people. So we've met, we've met some really great people. Brian is here, he's from England, staying here in Mykonos. London. In London, another one. So we've met three people from London, two people from Naples and a dude from Athens, all amazing human beings that we should be friends on Facebook with. We talked to Evan for a while. He's super cool too, um, just to kind of get to know what it's like to live in Athens. And it, that would be, it would be a place that I would consider moving to because boy, oh boy, it's beautiful and historic and inexpensive and the people are great. And the Greeks are like, fiercely prideful about their history and like who they are as people, which I totally appreciate because they're awesome. They're not, um, I mean, we're pretty down. If you listen to the Alta cast, you know that we're pretty down on on America right now and um, Trump. It's, it's hard because, you know, when we're abroad, people don't think that we're from the United States because we're so respectful. Isn't that funny? <laughs> Uh, and smiley and happy. So, uh, the cat is taking a nap on the bed, and I think that that means that it's time to finish this installment of the podcast from Mykonos. Uh, we're gonna, you know, probably uh, drink another beer here, maybe open this bottle of wine and figure things out. But if you have the opportunity to come to Greece, do it. Now is a great time because even if the euro to the dollar, if the dollar isn't as strong as the euro, the prices here are insane. In There's these bakeries that are like, kind of like a Dunkin' Donuts, but they're really good in Greece, and they have a bunch of letters, I don't understand, but they're red letters with orange around them, and uh, I think it starts with a K, and they have a weird letter that has a circle with a line through it, that's there too. And 
oh my God, there's this. I thought that I was going to love the uh, Spanakopita, but what's even better is just the straight up feta cheese with the phyllo dough. I mean, it's mind blowingly good. And it's like a dollar thirty to a dollar seventy, or a euro thirty to a euro seventy for a big, huge square. Like, like when you look at a piece of baklava, like six of those put together, it's like that big, and it's, it's tons of cheese. And like, the best one I've had yet was on Corfu uh, with Jonathan, and it was like, whew. I mean, Corfu was. I would. I mean, places I come back to. I mean, I'd want to spend a lot more time in Corfu which is sort of the first Greek island that you come across. It's right near the border of Albania, question mark? And it's sort of the at the tip, the top of Greece. And it's so beautiful. So go to Corfu. Um, and again, Athens is, it's so big. I thought it was going to be, I don't know why I thought it was going to be little, maybe because I'm just a, I don't know. I just thought it would. It's, there's four million people that live in Athens. It is a huge modern city and it's amazing and yeah, it was so funny Evan was like oh don't go to that bakery that one's not as good go to the one that's this I, every bakery is badass I mean in comparison to what we have in the city also uh, that so if you hear slamming doors that's because it's really windy here and anytime you open a window kind of a door slams it's uh, that's maybe a metaphor for something but it's not, it's not bad. It's easy to open the doors back up even when they slam. Jonathan was having a little difficulty this morning because the doors started slamming. And it's nobody's fault the doors are slamming. It's the wind. But at around 7 a.m. I slept through it because I sleep like a rock. Um, but he, or like a sleep like the dead. I sleep like this cat right here who is blissfully here on our bed. Um, but yeah, okay. We'll end this little bit of podcasting. It's so funny. I have uh, in 2003, I wrote off Burning Man on my taxes because I said that I was catering Burning Man with my catering company at the time, and, and theater. And I can't believe the government didn't have a problem with that. <laughs> but I was thinking, can I write off this vacation because we're podcasting? I don't. I don't think. I don't think we get to do that. Although it's been so inexpensive that I don't even feel like I need to write it off. I mean, we're as it stands, will be. It'll be under two grand a piece for everything all told with euros, with wine, with plane flights, with all the ferries we've taken, the beautiful ferry from Athens to Mykonos uh, and the ferry back to Athens, all of the Airbnbs. And because the economy's still a shitter, Airbnbs are hella cheap. And you should write a book called The Frugalities of Traveling. Uh, I could steal the frugal gourmet and call myself the frugal traveler because we're, you know, our, one of our biggest expenses has been cigarettes, and someone lied to us. I, I mean, I've quit, but uh, they said that cigarettes were like $20 a pack here. Lies! Lies! I don't think we've paid more than $5.50 for a pack, and Jonathan just got American Spirits for $4.50. American Spirits! On Mykonos! How, how did they get here? Uh, but American Spirits, blue, the kind he smokes, are here, but they're not the same. They're, and when we get back, we are gonna get so high. We haven't been smoking pot, cause it's um. We smoked a little in Italy, 
but it's all CBD. And so, Jake, <coughs> Jake, eat your heart out. You'd love it. It's a souvenir. It's a souvenir. We brought the little thing back, but uh, it's the crappiest looking weed I've ever seen. It looks worse than what I used to smoke in college. Like the Mecky Schwag I used to smoke in at UCSD in 93 is 20 times better yeah, the, than the stuff we smoked. Brick weed that we got in Mexico was way better. Yeah, this is dumb. I mean, if when you go to when you go to Naples, uh, hit up Angelo. Yeah. <laughs> he gave us some hash. But then the problem was we didn't have anything to put it on, so we had to buy their shitty weed to put the hash on. Uh, so and we haven't. Which is actually not so bad because you balance the CBD and the THC. Yeah. So we, so we, we, wor we worked it out. Thank you, Crazy Al. Thank you. Thanks, Crazy Al, for teaching us about the balance of. But I mean, we were trying to. Sm we smoked it out of a potato at first, and uh, it started looking gross and smelling grosser. And then we threw that away. And then we smoked it out of an apple. And then Jonathan ate it mm. around that part. And uh, mm. we have another apple just in case we meet somebody that has it, but it is, people just don't do that here. Even though the, it would be a beautiful place to grow Pinot Noir grapes or outdoor weed. Uh, and we went to a place in Athens called 420 Bar. Oh yeah, the 420 Bar. They had a garden, it was nice, they had five dollar beers and stuff like that, but they had no 420. No 420. Yeah, and we asked them, we said, hey, you're the 420 Bar, where's the 420? And we gave them the universal sign for smoking. And he's like, oh no, it's illegal here. If Hey, if Greece wants to get their economy out of the shitter, they should start growing weed because they really have the perfect weather for it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, we'll end that, this little podcast segment with that. Uh, Kitty, do you want to say anything? Yeah. Kitty, do you want to yeah. say anything? He doesn't, he doesn't end it. He's, he's sleeping. Okay. Bye. All right. That was a fun little installment. Got to get a little work done. We sound like we were in a good mood, much calmer, as you can hear once we got to Mykonos. Life got a lot better. All right. The other wonderful thing that happened on Mykonos is that we were taken out for a night and we met two amazing people named Mark and Kathy. We'll tag them on this podcast, another podcast when we play them again. But this was, they were so generous enough to let us record their set so i'm gonna play it uh we'll play this through the end of the AltaCast. thanks for joining me with my memories and sounds of my trip and uh i have i have one more after that but th we're gonna end it with this one because it's super long and super perfect and i'm super excited uh this is Ka and i'll be playing uh, this actually again a couple times but this is kathy and mark in Mykonos being amazing. Hey, we're, oh, all right. Hey, we are at Montparnasse in. So what do you want to do? Oh, we're, we're, uh, we're in Mykonos. We're, um, we're doing a podcast. I have a radio station in San Francisco and uh, we are going to be recording right now. I, can I feel the
it's Kathy Babe Robinson. Is it time for the ceremonial passing of the chapeau? Hey, uh, me radio listeners, this is Kathy. She's from Philadelphia and her partner. We're in Mykonos at a bar called Parnass and they're killing it. Please enjoy her amazing voice. Someone just gave her some funny things for her face, but we're starting with a song that is a rock song. It is now preferably a Broadway show tune. It's from Rock of Ages, and yes, it was featured on Glee, as is every song you ever grew up listening to. <laughs> Two, three, four. We are not a journey-free zone. <laughs> Look at how dark it is in here. 
It's like a combination of My Little Pony and Rainbow Bright. I'm very happy. It is. It's very... And, and the colors kind of coincide with that gorgeous mural over there. By the way, that mural, those two pictures, and more on the other side, were all done by your very talented waiter, Zima. Really? And they're all for sale. He's brilliant. He's got shows all over the island. So. Very, very grateful to have him. Oh, he'll introduce himself to you. <laughs> All right, so well, we had a request for this song. I feel so bad. You asked for this earlier, and I forgot. So, welcome to my short, my short. Yeah, I forget what it's called. <laughs> now, this was originally done by Screaming Jay Hawkins, and then later by uh, Nina Simone, and most recently by Annie Lennox from the movie Fifty Shades of Grey. Mr. Grey will see you now. <laughs> I put a spell on you
We had a request for a Dolly Parton song. Oh, yeah. Another one that, uh, if you wait long enough, will end up being a show tune and featured on Glee. It's a requisite. Stumbled in the kitchen, pull myself a couple of ambition, yawn and stretch and try to come to life. Jumping the south with the blood start pumping out in the street. Traffic starts jumping with folks like me on the job. Just to watch some savage, just another step on the boss man's side, but you got dreams that'll never take away. Your insatiable with a lot of your friends, waiting for the day your ship will come in and the tide's gonna turn and it's all gonna roll. song. Um, it is in no way a reflection um, on the original recording artist. It is simply that the lyrics lend themselves to interpretation. And if you believe that, I am also a size five and a natural redhead, so let's go with that. Now I'm going to ask you to clap on this song, and then once I start singing, you can stop. Okay, so, um, and two things to remember. One, I have no shame, and be afraid. Keep drinking. <laughs> What's it about cats? All right, here we go. One, two, one, two, come on. One, two, one, two, come on. Yes, I call him black, so why would I 
All right, we had a request for. I'm gonna do something normal, hopefully. See how that goes. <laughs> Anything's normal after that, babe. It is. Really. <laughs> This song has a whole new meaning in the States after this last year. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Don't get mad. Vote. <laughs> I believe the children are our future. <laughs> Teach them women. Let them lead the way. Show them all the beauty they possess inside. Give them the same.
Yeah, well, this is a new song for us this year, but well, they all go together. If you know it, sing with us. It's amazing. Uh, give me a sec. Uh, is it? Yep, it's in the black book. Sorry. Okay. I'll get it. Talk to the people. So, um, uh, this is this is a new song by Pink, and uh, good God, <laughs> we try to keep it a judge-free zone, but it's almost impossible. <laughs> Are you ready? 
nervous if I was a good voice, and I am, so I will gladly do it for you. Where's the person that asked for Dream Girls? Oh. All right. Oh, dear God. Sip. Very rarely will you hear someone my age and my shade sing this, but... No shade. All right.
right, that was Kathy and Mark from Mykonos. That was exciting. You guys were just listening to my Greek and Italian vacation. I have a couple more podcasts to share with you guys, but we'll do that next week on the Altcast or another time or another place. Don't worry about it. Thanks for listening so much. Stay tuned for Some Call Me Tim. I have special guest Sima in the house. Uh, she's thinking about doing a new podcast here at Mutiny Radio. But thanks for listening to the Altcast here on Wednesday, the 26th of 2017. See you guys next week with LaToya, the Sheriff of Truth. Bye-bye. Internet Ocean has to offer ya. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit face McRat. <laughs>、hey, Mutineers Stolowitz here. Have you ever listened to Labor and Love on Saturday mornings, 10 to noon, with Bill Morgan? It's a really excellent show, one of my favorites here at the station. And it's all about service. It might be the devil, it might be the Lord, but we gotta serve somebody. And Bill understands the virtue of service as the heart and soul of the labor movement better than a lot of people I know. And it's one of the reasons I love to listen to him. He breaks down socialism, democracy, protest history, workers' news, and the power of unions. Along with that, he serves up an excellent mix of jazz, Latin, gospel, hip hop, and traditional folk ballads. Great stuff. Check it out. Labor and Love is every Saturday, 10 a.m. to 12 p.m. Serve somebody. Diamond Keys. Let the life flourish.